Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to Film Fandango, the film podcast. It's the last of our short summer pre-recorded podcasts for you here. We'll be back next week with proper talking in the present day. Um, but for now, I'm David Reed. This is Marit Larwood. Hello. And we'll be talking about films travelling through time from the past. But this week's summer special mm. is a quiz-based show. Yes, we are going to do a quiz. And that's it. How is this going to work, then? Well, we have got some uh, film uh, listings, and we are going to have to guess what the film is without having the title or the characters or the actors read out. We played this in Film Fandango Live. It was Danielle. Do you remember her? Danielle. Danielle. Yes, I idea of a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a game. So you can play along and see if you can... Um, uh, if you're travelling somewhere on holiday, maybe, or if you're at the gym. Yep. Maybe you... Or if you're trapped somewhere. Yeah, maybe you've been kidnapped. Uh, just want to pass the time until the police arrive or your inevitable death. Yeah, and the only thing you've got, you've managed to subscribe to is Film Fandango, which you have done by accident. I hear we have strangely um, high bars to download Film Fandango from underground locations. It's the only podcast that some Somalian kidnappers will allow their <laughs> uh, listeners to... Because it's, it's pre-recorded, it's got no news about the current, right. what's going on. That's right, that is why. So the way it's going to work is, you can play along at home. We're going to read a description of a film. Yeah. And we're going to do five each. Best of five, or ten. Yeah, and see if the other person can guess what the film is. What does the winner get? The winner gets the respect of all of the listeners. Finally! (laughs) Right. Would you like to go first? Yes, please. I'm feeling on top form. I think I'm going to be good at this. An easy one to start off. Remember, you can play at home, so you can even pause the podcast... To have your guess, or maybe you can just talk a little bit so to give the audience a chance to. Yeah, guess all right. Yeah. Okay, this is a, 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 a first film. Convict. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's one. I'm making putting sounds over the names and yes. the characters. Convict. Hmm. Hmm. Is sent to a psychiatric hospital where he urges the patients to rebel against tyrannical head nurse. Well, I think I know this one. But do the audience know? It's really easy. I'll call them. (laughs) What's Chris Webb's number? Chris Webb. (laughs) 800 Chris Webb. Chris Webb, one of our regulations, getting annoyed because he was saying he's from New Zealand when he's not. Oh, dear. And he was having a fight with Francesca Scalicci 
our other uh, regular listener, can we get her? She's not even from New York, she's from Alabama. Oh dear, why did we say she was from oh, New York? I was drinking a lot at the time. Yeah. So that, what Don't is dwell this on the past. Oh, right, I think that is uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Correct. One okay. point to David. One point for me. Um, I'm going to give you a... Uh... Hello, welcome to Film Fandango, the film podcast. It's the last of our short summer pre-recorded podcasts for you here. We'll be back next week with proper talking in the present day. Um, but for now, I'm David Reed. This is Marit Larwood. Hello. And we'll be talking about films travelling through time from the past. But this week's summer special... Hmm is a quiz-based show. Yes, we are going to do a quiz, and that's it. How is this going to work, then? Well, we have got some uh, film uh, listings, and we are going to have to guess what the film is without having the title or the characters or the actors read out. We played this in Film Fandango Live. It was Danielle. Do you remember her? Danielle. Danielle. Yes, I remember. The game. So you can play along and see if you can, um, uh, if you're travelling someone holiday maybe, or if you're at the gym, yep. maybe you... Or if you're trapped somewhere. Yeah, maybe you've been kidnapped. Uh, Just want to pass the time until the police arrive or your inevitable death. Yeah, and the only thing you've got, you've managed to subscribe to is Film Fandango, which you have done by accident. I hear we have strangely um, high bars to download Film Fandango from underground locations. It's the only podcast that some Somalian kidnappers will allow their uh, listeners to... Because it's pre-recorded, it's got no news about what's going on. That's right, that is why. So the way it's going to work is, you can play along at home. We're going to read a description of a film... Yeah. And we're going to do five each. Best of five, or ten. Yeah, and see if the other person can guess what the film is. What does the winner get? The winner gets the respect of all of the listeners. Finally. (laughs) Right. Would you like to go first? Yes, please. I'm feeling on top form. I think I'm going to be good at this. An easy one to start off. Remember, you can play at home, so you can even pause the podcast to have your guess, or maybe you can just talk a little bit so you give the audience a chance to guess. Yeah, all right, yeah. Okay, this is a, 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 a first film. Convict. Hmm, hmm. Oh, that's one. I'm making putting sounds over the names and yes. the characters. Convict. Hmm, hmm. Is sent to a psychiatric hospital where he urges the patients to rebel against tyrannical head nurse. Well, I think I know this one. But do the audience know? It's really easy. I'll call them. <laughs> <laughs> What's Chris Webb's number? Chris Webb. Eight <laughs> hundred Chris Webb. He's get he, Chris Webb when I read this is getting annoyed because he was saying he's from New Zealand when he's not. Oh dear. And he was having a fight with Francesca Scalicci, our other uh, regular listener. Could we get her? She's not even from New York. She's from Alabama. Oh dear. Why did we say she was from oh, New York? I don't know. I was drinking a lot at the time. Yeah. So that what don't is dwell this on film? the past. Oh right. I think that is uh, one flew over the cookies nest. Correct. One okay. point to David. One point to me. Um, I'm going to give you a uh, similarly easy one to ease you in. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It's... Uh... <laughs> Do you want the genre? No, it okay. can be a clue, maybe. Well, there's a misprint in the genre, which is quite funny. Okay. But uh, the genre is Iron Adventure. Okay. Blank, blank, 
Blank and the Blank unite to defend the Earth from an alien invasion with Blank Downy Blank. The Avengers. Correct. I should have paused then, shouldn't I? You should have done. I think the Downy Blank <laughs> gave it away. Yeah, that's in the genre of Iron Adventure, apparently. Okay. One all. It's one all now. Uh, I hope you've got both of those at home. Uh, well, the magazine we're using to with these subscriptions is TV Quick. Mm. And the person is surprisingly good at some of these. Uh, okay, so this is a bit more difficult. Okay. Not difficult. Okay. I won't give you the... Genre. Uh, no. Okay. A robot cleaning a deserted future Earth falls in love with a survey droid and follows her into space. Well, there's only one robot who could ever live up to uh, cleaning the entire Earth alone. And that is... Um, well, it's Wally, isn't it? Yeah, it was really easy. It was quite easy. Come on, give me harder ones. I will give you our next ones, but that's why I gave you any really easy one then. Okay, this one's slightly harder. Mismatched undercover cops, blank and blank, set out to stop a drug lord flooding the market with a deadly form of ecstasy. Well, the problem is, is that this is a bit unfair because it's obviously been repeated later on in the week. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got it on your sheet? Oh, what? Because what we've done is, <laughs> I've given David Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, but this film is repeated with the same description on Thursday. It's Bad Boys 2. Yes! That's cheating. How many of my films are repeated in yours? That's what's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Right, here we go. So it's two all now. Okay. We're on tender hooks. If you've got all four at home, then apart from the last one, they're all pretty obvious. Okay, I'm going to give you, uh, I'll give you the genre as well. Horror. Oh, okay. A horde of vampires discover the perfect hunting ground, a town in Alaska that remains sunless for an entire month. Now, I believe we were talking about this one month ago. Yes, we were. That uh, the baddie uh, looks a lot like one of the pet shop boys. Can you remember the baddie's name? Uh, the actor, or yes. the. Um, I can picture him. I can't remember his name. He's in um, The Proposition as well. Danny Houston? Correct. It's 30 Days of Night. Well done. Thank you. What year was it made? <laughs> uh, 2009? 2007. Uh, okay, I've got one for you here. Okay, go for it. Disgraced cop, blank, is given a chance to redeem himself by going undercover to bring a drug trafficker to justice with blank and blank. There are loads of disgraced cops. <laughs> is it... This is the hardest one by far that I've given you. What's his name? Who is the bloke from Goodfellas? Is he in it? Um, Ray Liotta. No, he's not one of the ones mentioned. I'm sure he's played Disgrace Cop before, hasn't he? I'll give you a clue because this is. Yeah. Because I think that could probably describe half of Hollywood's films. There's a lot of. Dis oh, I'm thinking him or what's his it name? It is a sequel, but if you get any of the films from the franchise, I'll give you it. Disgraced Cop. 
were there any lethal weapon disgraced cops? Well, Briggs get... was a bit of a disgrace, wasn't he? I've heard stories about um, Danny Glover. What? That he's... That Danny Glover is a nickname. Uh, yeah, I can't really say them because they're okay. probably libelous. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that bad. Were they disgraced in Lethal Weapon? It's the only cop franchise I can think of. Die Hard was never disgraced. Columbo was never <laughs> disgraced. Uh, and Lethal Weapon 3, I don't know. It's wrong, isn't it? Is that your guess? Yeah. I'm afraid it's too fast, too furious. Oh, I never watched any of those films. Yeah, you didn't watch any I... Too Fast, Too no, Furious. I haven't. I'm furious, but I'm too. Uh, if they made a film about this, my answer in the quiz would be too slow and too very <laughs> angry. <laughs> too slow and very angry. Well, David's taking a three-two lead as we approach the end here. Um, that's right. Put my pen round um, some of these here. Okay. Here we go. Some more. Okay. Here we go. Hmm's search for a missing space shuttle leads to an industrialist bent on genocide and a rematch with old foe. Hmm. What? That sounds. So it's an adventure. Yeah. It's part of a franchise. Is it a sequel? No. It's the first of a franchise. No. Oh, it's a spin off. No, it's a part of a big franchise. Hmm, search for a missing space shuttle. Yeah. Leads to an industrialist bent on genocide and a rematch with an old foe. It's not a sequel, but it's not the first film of a franchise. It's very Industrialist bent on genocide. Don't think of the industrialist, think of space, I suppose. Okay. And an old foe. It's difficult finding a space shuttle. Tension is mounting. This is where um, we could put some clock ticking sound effects. Yeah. Wonder if uh, my other listeners have got it. I don't think I know this. I wonder if Chris Webber's got it. Is it Predators? No. It is part of the James Bond franchise. Oh, is it? Is it, um, oh God, yes, um, and You the old Only Live Twice. No, it's Moonraker. Oh, is it? Because that's with Jaws as well. Yes. That's when Jaws turns nice at the end. Of course, Moonraker is a terrible film. The fourth um, Roger Moore one, I believe. So we're heading into the final question now. Okay, so. Is there, can you guess what year Moonraker was made? Moonraker was made, um, 84. 79. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, so should I give you a hard one? We're going, we're level pegging, aren't we? No, it's three two. This is it. It's three two to you. Oh, is it? And it's my go because you went first. So it's the fourth. Oh, I see. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, that's okay. right. Okay. Okay, so you can give me a difficult one. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Personal troubles tempt blank into giving up fighting crime, but first he has to face a deadly new foe with blank and blank. 
It's a superhero film. Correct. Personal troubles. Who has personal troubles? All I can think of is Superman 2. Christopher Reeve has personal troubles. Ah! But also Batman does in one of the Dark Knight ones. Doesn't he give up in the early one? Dark thing he begins. Batman begins. Yes. It's Spider-Man 2. Ah! You could probably use that for Batman Begins, right? Pretty much one of every second superhero film, they have personal troubles and think about giving up, and then they're lured so back sh- in by a new villain. You so. screwed me over then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I hope you've seen this one. This is a good film, this. So, it's 3-2. It's the final round. This is possibly the most exciting podcast. What I'm doing is I'm raising my voice to make it sound like it's exciting. They're both. I can only draw. You can only draw. Go to you know. If oh I get my god! Yeah, you've yeah, got, yeah. You've got just to win it. Okay. While on holiday with her family, white water rafting expert, hmm, is forced to help two fugitives make an escape down a raging river. Now, I get the name of this wrong. I believe it stars Meryl Streep. Correct. And Kevin Bacon. Co- double correct. And it is called, because it, it's one of those where there's a couple of films with rivers in the title that I forget, but I think it's called The River Wild. Is that your final answer? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, I am. I don't want you to take, if you get this wrong, being... It's definitely not A River Runs Through It. It's a river wi- The River you, Wild. You definitely, not Angry Stream? No, not Angry Stream. Uh, not any of the Levellers songs. Dangerous Puddle. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm going with. Uh, the what river are other words for other words for rivers? Uh, tributary. Yeah. Backwash. <laughs> backwash death boat. So you're going with backwash death. No, boat. <laughs> the river wild. Yes. Yes. Okay. You won. What and what year was that made? Oh God. Um, don't know actually. I haven't a clue. Um, eighty-one. See, I thought it was a. I thought it was an eighties film. Yeah. 94. Is it really? But in my head, I wonder, so I asked you, I, I thought it was exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there we go. I hope do you, you want enjoy- to, do you yeah, want your do final one, one just for, just for um, the scores? Let's have a look. What I can I only that? lose. This is a bit like how I feel in life. <laughs> okay. I can only lose. Blank and his pals face a final battle with Voldemort. Oh, Harry Potter in the uh, big dick. Is that your final answer? Harry Potter and the Holocaust. <laughs> is it? Is that your final answer? Harry Potter and the Phoenix thing, whatever it is, the last one. Yeah. Harry What's Potter Seven. What's it called? I've got it. We're having Harry Potter Seven. <laughs> Which one? What's it called? Harry Potter and the and the end. <laughs> is that your final? Harry answer? Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Papyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter and the Piss Phoenix. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Thingy. Sorcerer's Thingy. Stone. Stone. Sorcerer's... uh, Weirdly, you've just mentioned the American title of the first film, but... Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Two. Part two. I'll give you it. That's right. That's correct. I got it. I'm not so stupid after all, listeners. Hooray! 
And also we've got, um, do you know any films you've seen recently on DVD we could chat about? I saw Magic Mike. Yeah, I saw Magic Mike as well. Weird. We should have just themed the episode on that. I thought it was a bad show, Girls. Oh, really? I thought it was a good show, Girls. You'd, it was terrible. No, I thought it was a good film. Why? I thought it was entertaining. It was very good. They were very charming. I thought um, uh, Matthew McConaughey was very funny. I thought Channing Tatum and the lady who's in it, whose name I forget, um, were very good together. It was another example of Steven Soderbergh directing flirting scenes at a table very well. I thought it was a really poor film. I thought it was dull. It was like improvised dialogue around basically stripping scenes. I thought it was very charming and very entertaining. I thought it was very funny as well. I give it two Merricks. Wow, I give it um, seven Davids. I also saw Pitch Perfect. Oh, uh, which is... The sort of singing Glee type film. A comedy, essentially a film... Oh, yes, yes, yes. With With that big Australian girl, which is only a small part in it, which was just wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. Marcus is a big comedy. If you're um, a 14-year-old girl and you like singing, you'd love this film. I'm not. Sometimes I can be. <laughs> so I absolutely adore it. <laughs> I thought that was a seven as well. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple of emails here. Justin Van Boxtel. That's a good name, Great isn't name. it? Van Boxtel. Boxtel. He's been listening to an earlier podcast. Uh, he's, he's from... Abroad, Australia. Australia. Oh, I just paused, paused the podcast to answer Merrick's question with an example of a recommendation. Uh, sorry, this is entitled "A Film's Getting Worse." A modern film's getting worse. Sorry, Justin, or should I say, Mister Van Boxtel? I just paused the podcast to answer Merrick's question with an example of a re- recommendation I regretted. Hot, hot up time machine is this generation's back to the future. What a crock of crap! <laughs> Not much effort was put into the writing. It just relied on gross-out humour to get a laugh. Its intended audience seemed to be a boy's age 15 and up. I don't think it's nearly clever enough to be compared to Back to the Future. I've been finding a lot of modern comedies just stringing together low-brow jokes with not much story at all. Well-written comedies are few and far between. My movie attendance has dropped off for from diminishing eyesight and cinema quality. It's a pity my guide dog, Foxy, can't help me avoid those perils. I'm not sure if that's true, he's got a, maybe he's got a guide dog. He's not going to the cinema because of diminishing eyesight. He's got a di- guide dog. Yeah. Do blind well, people go to the cinema that much? I don't know. I've, uh, I've accidentally had uh, audio-described copies of uh, VHS tapes or things that Good. I've picked up from things. Slightly annoying. I remember uh, getting one out of the video library on holiday, watching, I think it was Pretty Woman, with audio described. An attractive woman walks into the store. <laughs> did you close your eyes? Yeah, I did for a bit, and then I went, I'm not going to watch the whole thing like this. Okay. But, you know, it's a different experience. Um, I thought Hot Tub Time Machine was all right, but I totally agree with the whole stories thing. It's, it's not, Back to the Future is a classic. Yeah, absolute classic. Hot Tub, hot tub Time Machine isn't close, but I think... I think Family Guy and those things are sort of to blame of the gag rate that people now expect, and they and The Simpsons as well. That and they don't have stories anymore, not really. Yeah, I was the, the trailer for Hot Tub Time Machine looked when, it, when I saw the trailer. 
It looks really good. Yeah. John Cusack's in as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's got a sequel coming out. And it was, I thought it was a really terrible disappointment. So, oh, really? Yeah, it was rubbish. Oh, he quite enjoyed it. I really high expectation. It's all about expectation, isn't it? I thought it was that year's Magic Mike. Yeah, nothing <laughs> about that. Anyway, if you want to email us, um, and we'll probably have lots of emails to re- read out after this summer uh, break we're having, where we're releasing these one podcast uh, a week just to cover ourselves while we're off on holiday and filming. Um, please email dear filmfandango.gmail.com or <laughs> I might take it over or uh, you can write on our Facebook wall forward slash filmfandango or tweet us at filmfandango or uh, go to our website if you'd like to donate to the running costs of this so we can keep it free which is filmfandango.co.uk or uh, you can write a letter onto a scrap of paper you found uh, attached to the bottom of your shoe and simply throw it into the sea Super. Well, thank you for listening. I feel uncomfortable doing it. You normally do this bit. Yeah, you feel uncomfortable. I don't want you to feel do like it. you've usurped it. Yeah, I don't want to do this bit. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with, um, hopefully, fingers crossed, some new cinema releases and old classics. Um, so, in the meantime, keep watching the films. Keep watching the films. Bye. Bye. I won't give you the... Genre. Uh, no. Okay. A robot cleaning a deserted future Earth falls in love with a survey droid and follows her into space. Well, there's only one robot <laughs> who could ever live up to uh, cleaning the entire Earth alone. And that is... Um, well, it's Wally, isn't it? Yeah, it was really easy. It was quite easy. Come on, give me harder ones. I will give you our next ones, but that's why I gave you a really easy one then. Okay, this one's slightly harder. Mismatched undercover cops, blank and blank, set out to stop a drug lord flooding the market with a deadly form of ecstasy. Well, the problem is, is that this is a bit unfair because it's obviously been repeated later on in the week. <laughs> Have you got it on your sheet? Oh, what? Because what we've done is, <laughs> I've given David Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, but this film is repeated with the same description on Thursday. It's Bad Boys 2. Yes! That's cheating. How many of my films are repeated in yours? That's what's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Right, here we go. So it's two all now. Okay. Who are on tender hooks. If you've got all four at home, then apart from the last one, they're all pretty obvious. Okay, I'm going to give you, uh, I'll give you the genre as well. Horror. Oh, okay. A horde of vampires discover the perfect hunting ground, a town in Alaska that remains sunless for an entire month. Now, I believe we were talking about this one month ago. Yes, we were. That uh, the baddie uh, looks a lot like one of the pet shop boys. Can you remember the baddie's name? Uh, the actor, or yes. the. Um, I can picture him. I can't remember his name. He's in um, The Proposition as well. Danny Houston? Correct. It's 30 Days of Night. Well done. Thank you. What year was it made? <laughs> uh, 2009? 2007. Uh, okay, I've got one for you here. Okay, go for it. Disgraced cop, blank, is given a chance to redeem himself 
by going undercover to bring a drug trafficker to justice with blank and blank. There are loads of disgraced cops. (laughs) Is it? This is the hardest one by far that I've given you. What's his name? Who is the bloke from Goodfellas? Is he in it? Um, Ray Liotta. No, he's not one of the ones mentioned. I'm sure he's played Disgraced Cop before, isn't he? Isn't I'll he? give you a clue because this is yeah because I think that could probably describe half of Hollywood's films. There's a lot of dis- oh, I'm thinking him or what's his it name? It is a sequel, but if you get any of the films from the franchise, I'll give you it. Disgraced Cop. Were there any lethal weapon disgraced cops? Well, Briggs get... was a bit of a disgrace, wasn't he? I've heard stories about um, Danny Glover. What? That, he... that Danny Glover is a nickname? Uh, yeah, I can't really say them because they're okay. probably libelous. <laughs> Nothing that bad. Were they disgraced and lethal weapon? That's the only cop franchise I can think of. Die Hard was never disgraced. Columbo was never disgraced. <laughs> Uh, a lethal weapon three. I don't know. It's wrong, isn't it? Is that your guess? Yeah. I'm afraid it's too fast, too furious. Oh, I never watched any of those films. Yeah, you ever watched any Too Fast, Too no, Furious? I haven't. I haven't seen. I'm furious, but I'm too. If they made a film about this, my answering the quiz would be too slow and too very <laughs> angry. <laughs> too slow and very angry. Well, David's taking a 3-2 lead as we approach the end here. Um, that's right. Put my pen round um, some of these here. Okay. Here we go. Some more. Okay. Here we go. Hmm. Search for a missing space shuttle leads to an industrialist bent on genocide. And a rematch with old foe. Hmm. What? That sounds... So it's an adventure. Yeah. It's part of a franchise. Is it a sequel? No. It's the first of a franchise? No. Oh, it's a spin-off? No, it's part of a big franchise. Hmm. Hmm. Search for a missing space shuttle. Yeah. Leads to an industrialist bent on genocide. And a rematch with an old foe. It's not a sequel, but it's not the first film of a franchise. It's very Industrialists bent on gen- genocide. Don't think of the industrialists. Think of space, I suppose. Okay. And an old foe. It's difficult. Finding a space shuttle. Tension is mounting. This is where um, we could put some clock ticking sound effects. Yeah. Wonder if uh, many of our listeners have got it. I don't think I know this. I wonder if Chris Webber's got it. Is it Predators? No. It is part of the James Bond franchise. Oh, is it? Is it? Um, oh God, yes. Um, you only fo- live twice. No, it's Moonraker. Oh, is it? 
because that's with Jaws as well. Yes. That's when Jaws turns nice at the end. Of course, Moonraker is a terrible film. The fourth um, Roger Moore one, I believe. So we're heading into the final question now. Okay, so... Is there, can you guess what year Moonraker was made? Moonraker was made... Um, 84. 79. Really? Yep. Was that early? Okay. Um, okay. So should I give you a hard one? We're going. We're level pegging, aren't we? No, it's 3-2. This is it. It's 3-2 to you. Oh, is it? And it's my go, because you went first. So it's the fourth. Oh, I see. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, that's okay. right. Okay. Okay, so... You can give me a difficult one. Okay. Okay. Personal troubles tempt blank into giving up fighting crime. But first, he has to face a deadly new foe with blank and blank. A superhero film. Correct. Personal troubles. Who has personal troubles? All I can think of is Superman 2. Christopher Reeve has personal troubles. Ah! But also Batman does in one of the Dark Knight ones. Doesn't he give up in the early one? But Dark that thing he begins. Batman begins. That's, yes. It's Spider-Man 2. Ah! You could probably use that for Batman Begins, right? Pretty much one of every second superhero film, they have personal troubles and think about giving up, and then they're lured so back sh- in by a new villain. You so. screwed me over then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I hope you've seen this one. This is a good film, this. So, it's 3-2. It's the final round. This is possibly the most exciting podcast. What I'm doing is I'm raising my voice just to make it sound like it's exciting. We're both. I can only draw. You can only you can draw. Can go to, you know, if oh I get this one right, yeah, you've got yeah. to just to win it. Okay. While on holiday with her family, white water rafting expert mm-hmm, is forced to help two fugitives make an escape down a raging river. Now, I get the name of this wrong. I believe it stars Meryl Streep. Correct. And Kevin Bacon. Co- double correct. And it is called, because it, it's one of those where there's a couple of films with rivers in the title that I forget, but I think it's called The River Wild. Is that your final answer? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, I am. I don't want you to take, if you get this wrong, being... It's you, definitely not a river runs through it. It's a river wild. The river you, wild. You definitely, well, not Angry Stream? No, not Angry Stream. Uh, not any of the Leveller's songs. Dangerous Puddle. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm going with uh, the what river. What other words for other words for rivers? Uh, tributary. Yeah. Backwash. <laughs> backwash death boat. So you're going with backwash death no, boat? No, you're going the river wild. Yes. Yes! Okay. You won. What, and what year was that made? Oh, God. Um, don't know, actually. I haven't a clue. Um, 81? See, I thought, it was a, I thought it was an 80s film. Yeah. 94 is it really but in my head I wonder so I asked you I I thought it was exactly the same yeah 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 so there we go I hope do you, you want enjoy- to do you yeah, want your do final one just one. for just for um, the scores let's have a look what I can only that. lose this is a bit like how I feel in life <laughs> okay I can only lose blank and his pals 
face a final battle with Voldemort. Oh, Harry Potter in the uh, big dick. Is that your final answer? Harry Potter and the Holocaust. <laughs> is it? Is that your final answer? Harry Potter and the Phoenix thing, whatever it is, the last one. Yeah. Harry What's Potter Seven. What's it called? I've got it. We have Harry Potter Seven. <laughs> Which one? What's it called? Harry Potter and this and the end. <laughs> is that your final? Harry answer? Potter and the Philosopher's Power. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter and the Piss Phoenix. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's a thingy. Sorcerer's thingy. Stone. Stone. Sorcerer's. So, uh, Weirdly, you've just mentioned the American title of the first film, but. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Two. Part two. I'll give you it. That's right. That's correct. I got it. I'm not so stupid after all, listeners. Hooray! And also, we've got. Um, is there any films you've seen recently on DVD we could chat about? I saw Magic Mike. Yeah, I saw Magic Mike as well. Weird. We should have just themed the episode on that. I thought it was a bad show, Girls. Oh, really? I thought it was a good show, Girls. You'd... I thought it was terrible. No, I thought it was a good film. Why? I thought it was entertaining. It was very good. They were very charming. I thought um, uh, Matthew McConaughey was very funny. I thought Channing Tatum and the lady who's in it, whose name I forget, um, were very good together. It was another example of Steven Soderbergh directing flirting scenes at a table very well I thought it was a really poor film I thought it was dull it was like improvised dialogue around basically stripping scenes I thought it was very charming and very entertaining I thought it was very funny as well I give it two merits wow I give it um, seven Davids I also saw Pitch Perfect oh uh, which is the sort of singing glee type film a comedy, essentially a film oh, comedy yes, yes, yes. with the um, with that big Australian girl, which yeah. is only a small part in it, which was just wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. Okay. Marcus is a big comedy. If you're um, a fourteen-year-old girl and you like singing, you'd love this film. I'm not. Sometimes I can be. <laughs> <laughs> so I absolutely adored it. <laughs> I thought that was a seven as well. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple of emails here. Justin Van Boxtel. That's a good name, Great isn't name. it? Van Boxtel. Boxtel. He's been doing an earlier podcast. Uh, he's he's from abroad, Australia. Australia. Oh, I just paused paused the podcast to answer Merrick's question with an example of a recommendation. Uh, sorry, this is entitled "A Film's Getting Worse." A modern film's getting worse. Sorry, Justin, or should I say, Mister Van Boxtel. I just paused the podcast to answer Merritt's question with an example of a re- recommendation I regretted. Hot, hot tub time machine is this generation's back to the future. What a crock of crap! <laughs> <laughs> Not much effort was put into the writing. It just relied on gross-out humour to get a laugh. Its intended audience seemed to be a boy's age 15 and up. I don't think it's nearly clever enough to be compared to Back to the Future. I've been finding a lot of modern comedies just stringing together low-brow jokes with not much story at all. Well-written comedies are few and far between. My movie attendance has dropped off for, from diminishing eyesight and cinema quality. It's a pity my guide dog Foxy can't help me avoid those perils. I'm not sure if that's true, he's got a, he has got a guide dog. He's not going to the cinema because of diminishing eyesight. He's got a di- guide dog. Yeah. 
Do blind well, people go to the cinema that much? I don't know. I've uh, I've accidentally had uh, audio described copies of uh, VHS tapes or things that Good. I picked up from things. Slightly annoying. I remember uh, getting one out of the video library on holiday, watching. I think it was Pretty Woman with audio described. An attractive woman walks into the store. <laughs> did you close your eyes? <laughs> I did for a bit, and then I went. I'm not going to watch the whole thing like this. Okay. Well, you know, it's a different experience. Um, I thought Hot Tub Time Machine was all right, but I totally agree with the whole stories thing. It's it's not, Back to the Future is a classic. Yeah, absolute classic. Hot Tub Hot Tub Time Machine isn't close, but I think. I think Family Guy and those things are sort of to blame of the gag rate that people now expect, and they and the Simpsons as well. That and they don't have stories anymore, not really. Yeah, I was the the trailer for Hot Tub Time Machine looked when, it, when I saw the trailer, it looks really good. Yeah, it's John Cusack's in as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's got a sequel coming out, and it was I thought it was a really terrible disappointment. So, oh, really? Yeah, it was rubbish. Oh, I quite enjoyed it. I really high expectation. It's all about expectation, isn't it? I thought it was that year's Magic Mike. Nothing about that. Anyway, if you want to email us, um, and we'll probably have lots of emails to read out after this summer uh, break we're having, we're we're releasing these one podcast uh, a week just to cover ourselves while we're off on holiday and filming. Um, Please email dearfilmfandango.gmail.com or (laughs) I might take it over. Or uh, you can write on our Facebook wall forward slash filmfandango or tweet us at filmfandango. Or uh, go to our website if you'd like to donate to the running costs of this so we can keep it free which is filmfandango.co.uk or uh, you can write a letter onto a scrap of paper you've found uh, attached to the bottom of your shoe and simply throw it into the sea super well thank you for listening I feel uncomfortable doing you know we do this bit yeah you feel uncomfortable I don't want you to feel do like you've usurped it yeah I don't want to do this bit alright Well, we'll be back next week with, um, hopefully, fingers crossed, some new cinema releases and old classics. Um, So, in the meantime, keep watching the films. Keep watching the films. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.